What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. And I'm Chip, I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So please do me a favor, hit subscribe and support the show. And on today's episode, we're going to continue with the series, Would You Rather?, and today we're going to start um, with the running back position. Last week we did quarterback, so now we're going to do the running back. Um, and I'm actually pretty excited about it because this is the week that uh, I fly out to Orlando tonight. I uh, take a red-eye flight back to uh, Orlando, and, and my draft's on Friday. So um, if you're a follower of the podcast, you know that last year I went undefeated. I did a perfect 15-0 season, which was crazy to do. Uh, won the championship, and now I get to be able to get, be celebrated for winning the championship. And I'm really interested to see what the commissioner did for my keeper's trophy uh, for winning the, the championship. So um, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing all the guys and and just uh, having some uh, some memories with them and just do the fantasy ball draft. So with that being said, um, like I said, let's go into the would you rather. So. If you wa- if you watched the and listened to the last podcast, I picked about three pairs of players that I think are very uh, uh, you know guys that you generally would you have to pick either or right. We're always in that position in our drafts that we have to figure out okay, do I want this guy or this guy? What's the upside of player A compared to player B? Um, and I think that you know choosing these guys, I think there's a legitimate um, case for these guys that I'm going to uh, speak about. So. Uh, the first pair of players that I have here, um, I'm going with Ezekiel Elliott versus Austin Eckler. So uh, right now, Zeke is being ranked at RB6, and Austin Eckler is at RB7. Last year, Zeke finished 2020 as the RB9, and Eckler was the RB26, but the problem is Eckler missed six games due to a hamstring injury. Now, Zeke was 10th overall in rushing with uh, 979 yards and six rushing touchdowns. And Eckler was 35th with 530 yards and one rushing touchdown. Um, The Cowboys' rushing rushing offense overall was 17th. And the Chargers was 18th overall. Now, when it came to the passing game, Zeke had two receiving touchdowns and Eckler had two. Now, Eckler had more receptions and yards and also... On the Zeke's part of it, Zeke led the league in inside the five carries of 26 compared to Eckler's two. So obviously, Zeke is the guy that's going to get the ball at the goal line. Uh, he led last year. So uh, I think that still be the case this year. Um, but the problem is he didn't really convert that into a lot of touchdowns. Uh, he had a down season. I think once Dak Prescott went out, um, it was just hard to keep that same offense going. So I do think Zeke does have a bounce back season. But when it comes to strength of schedule, you know, Zeke has one of the hardest strength of schedules for a running back, and Eckler has one of the easier ones. So if you look at that, now this is all stats based on last year. So obviously those opponents that these teams play this year could be better when it comes to defense. But um, overall, the Cowboys just have a tougher schedule. So if you look at what, if I'm if I'm looking at Zeke compared to Eckler, and I have to make a choice um, obviously, this is all compared to redraft leagues and auction leagues. Obviously, you can pick any player you want. But um, if you're stuck between the two, um, I know that Zeke had a really good offseason this year. I know he's he shed a lot of weight. He looks pretty much almost like he, uh, he when he was on um, 
coming out of college that he just he looks motivated, he looks ready to go. Um, but I think I'm going with Eckler here. If I had to choose, I'm going with Eckler. You know, I feel like with the Cowboys being such a pass-heavy offense, you know, I still think Zeke is the third or, third or fourth option in that offense behind, you know, you got Gallup, you got Lamb, you got, you know, obviously Cooper. And so I think Zeke, when it comes to opportunities, um, especially in PPR formats, I think he's the third and fourth option. When it comes to Eckler, I think he's the second or third option, right, to Justin Herbert. So I think that with Hunter Henry being gone, I think that helps obviously Mike Williams, but also I think that bumps up Austin Eckler when it comes to more targets. Now, when it comes to when Eckler ran the ball, I know he didn't miss a lot of games, but it's based on just what I saw from a statistical standpoint. Eckler had better yards per attempt and he had better yards after contact. So uh, Eckler's game, you know, I think Eckler's around the four yard per carry and then Zeke was around the three yard per carry. Uh, So, and he did more after the contact when he got hit. But when I'm talking about who I'm going to choose, like I said, I'm taking Eckler over Zeke. But honestly, I think I'm taking Eckler in PPR formats. And then I'm going to take Zeke in standard formats due to, to more rushing opportunities. So you know he's in lead, probably be top in the league in rushing attempts. Now with Dak Prescott being back, you know, Zeke has more scoring opportunities. I think the offense as a whole has better has more scoring opportunities. But um, I do, I just do like Austin Eckler this year a lot in PPR formats. I mean, um, he's a guy I think can have the, he has the capability to stop, you know, being a top five running back and you're getting him at a pretty good value. So um, that's always going to be something you always look at. So um, with that first pair of players between Zeke and Eckler, I'm going with Eckler. Now we're going to go to my second pair. Now this is the battle of the top 12 running backs in 2020. Uh, we got David Montgomery versus Josh Jacobs. So, it's crazy how we've seen a, a just a drop in, in Josh Jacobs when it comes to, to running back position and overall just fantasy value and where people have him ranked. Um, right now, David Montgomery is ranked ahead of him at 18 and Jacob is at Jacobs at right uh, RB 21. Now, Denver, uh, David Montgomery finished the season last year as the RB four and Jacobs was the RB um, eight. Uh, Montgomery was fifth overall in rushing with 1,070 yards and eight rushing touchdowns. And Jacobs was eighth with 1,065 yards and 12 rushing touchdowns. So pretty close in yards by five yards, but Jacobs had a lot more touchdowns. Now the Bears rushing offense was 25th overall compared to the Raiders 14th uh, overall off uh, rushing offense. So obviously the Raiders are in a you know, more run, more opportunity from the rushing the football standpoint. Uh, from the wide receiver standpoint, you know, Montgomery had two two receiving touchdowns. Jacobs had two. Now, when it comes to what that means, you know, Montgomery had more receptions and yards, you know, out of the backfield compared to Jacobs. But Jacobs had more red zone and inside of five carries and touchdowns than Montgomery. So um, there's a there's that balance of give and take of, you know, who you want, you know, want to pick. I mean, Montgomery had a massive, you know, Jacobs was pretty consistent throughout the season, but Montgomery got a lot of his fancy points at the end of the season where he had a really good uh, schedule. But when it comes to strength of schedule this year, Montgomery has, you know, he's probably in the middle of the road when it comes to the strength of schedule. Jacobs has a pretty hard strength of schedule. And so if I had to choose between Dave Montgomery and Josh Jacobs, I don't, don't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to take David Montgomery. Um, I do think that the addition of Kenyon Drake really hurts Josh Jacobs, um, his ceiling when it comes to just the volume. 
And I'm not sure, there hasn't been really talks about this, but I'm not sure if Josh Jacobs may get suspended for, you know, his his earlier offseason accident. But when they bring in Kenyon Drake, because Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake is a very capable running back. And it was odd that someone who has Josh Jacobs will get a running back of Kenyon Drake's caliber. Now, I know, you know, it, it keeps it keeps uh, Jacobs fresh, but that just seemed like an odd signing to me. And especially it hurts Jacobs in the passing game. I mean, when I, when I was talking, when I did my podcast last year, when it comes to Josh Jacobs, I said, like, if Josh Jacobs was able to get, you know, 20, 30 more targets and convert that into receptions, he would be a top 10, top 12 running back. And yet being that he got the tar- more targets, but with Kenyon Drake being a really good wide receiver out of the backfield, it just, to me, really hurts Josh Jacobs. And like I said, Josh Jacobs would be more lethal if he was the lone running back. Um, and he's capable of catching the football, but they just don't use him in that way. And I think that that really hurts Josh Jacobs' ceiling. But, um, you know, if if Ken, Kenya Drake was not there and Jacobs got more more targets, even even more than he got last year, it's I would pick Jacobs without a doubt. Um, but on the flip side of that, Josh Jacobs is not known to uh, like fantasy footballers. So I think that a lot of, you know, I think the, the mistakes that we make as players are like fantasy football players is that we feel like it's necessary to like tweet to a player or, you know, reach out on social media about their performance. And I think that's obviously the worst thing to do. You know, these are things that we as analysts or as fantasy football players, we just we we do everything based on probability. And, you know, you can't you can't get mad at a guy who doesn't get the rushing attempts or gets the stats. I mean, it's just a game. It's it's fun. And I think some of the players do embrace it. And there's some players out there who just really don't care about us. So I think, you know, if Josh Jacobs is like, hey, you know, dinged up just a tad bit and he wants to sit, he's probably like, you know what? I'll, I'd rather be healthy than get further injured. And um, I think that really, I like having players on your my team that enjoy the fantasy football and they embrace it because it's part of the NFL. Um, but there is a line that players do cross, like the fantasy football players that shouldn't be crossed because you can't predict and you can't be mad at players for not performing. So um, it's all about probability and luck and, you know, whatnot. So um, anyways, but I'm going to go with, with uh, David Montgomery in that decision. Now, lastly, this is going to be um, the, the, the rookie darling of this year versus the rookie darling of last year. So I got uh, Nahi, uh, Najee Harris versus Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So, um, right now, Harris is being ranked at RB 13, and that probably will continue to go up as we see more of them in the preseason. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is RB 14. Now, obviously, there's no stats on Harris because he was a rookie last year coming out of Alabama. Um, Jacobs, I'm sorry, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was RB 22. Uh, he only played 13 games and, and whatnot. And also, when it came to his stats, he was 17th with 803 yards and four rushing touchdowns. You know, when it comes to the Steelers now, when it comes to like their rushing offense, they were dead last at 32 overall. So that's a little concerning when it comes to uh, Harris's upside. Now the Chiefs were 17th overall in, in rushing, so obviously a lot better than the Steelers. Um, when it comes to receiving touchdowns, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had one. Um, and Clyde was alert. He did have 54 receptions for 297 yards. So not, not bad coming out of the backfield. Uh, but the only downside to Clyde Edwards, Alaire was that he only scored one touchdown from inside the five 
and just a really bad conversion rate. I think he had like nine attempts. He only scored once. So uh, I think that was a big concern. Like if he had a few more touchdowns in the end zone uh, and inside the five and got into the end zone, I think different story. But uh, I do, I do think that, I mean, when it comes to strength of schedule, they both have really good strength of schedule. So that's not something that I'm concerned about. Um, so if I had to look at the stats from last year and trying to predict on how Harris will be this year, you know, the Steelers are known to have really good running backs. I mean, James Conner, you know, did well once Le'Veon Bell moved on and didn't play for that one season. And, and so I think like the Steelers are known to produce good running backs. And I think that if I had to choose between Harris and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this year, you know, I'm going to go with, with the rookie. I'm going to go with Najee Harris because, uh, there's generally no competition and he's going to be the workhorse. He's a really good wide receiver out of the backfield. He's big, he's physical. Um, so I think that he's almost like a, a newer Le'Veon Bell in a sense of just having that capability of, of being a fantasy stud. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what Harris does. And, you know, I think obviously with uh, Le'Veon Bell, like talking about Clay Edwards-Alaire now, you know, with Le'Veon Bell no longer being in, in Kansas City, I think that helps. But honestly, like they still use Daryl Williams and they still and they signed Jerick McKinnon. So they got three they got three running backs that are gonna probably go in and cycle through. And I just don't see that the upside for Clyde Rosalera being there. I think he could be a breakout fantasy player because of of just now being his second year. I think that they'll learn how to use him more. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you know, handpicked Clyde Rosalera. So I think that there's obviously opportunity there, but I think when it comes to if who I rather have, um, I definitely would go with uh, Najee Harris over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So um, those are my those are my picks. So I hope this helps. Um, so when it comes to Zeke over or Zeke and Austin Eckler, I'm going with Austin Eckler. David Montgomery versus Josh Jacobs. I'm going with David Montgomery, and then with Najee Harris versus Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I am going with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So that's it for today. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, I'll be back next week when I'm going to go and do the would you rather for the wide receiver position. But, you know, thank you for listening. You know, please like, comment and share and hit subscribe. If you haven't already and hit the bell so you don't miss any more episodes. Um, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the Gridiron Pod and on Instagram at Gridiron Facebook. So have a great day. and We'll see you next week.